0: Meanwhile, undoubtedly one of the greatest players to have ever played at Stamford Bridge, Frank Lampard, returns to Chelsea with a task that carries more weight and insane pressure being the man at the helm. While well, the 41-year-old was today installed as Maurizio Sarri's replacement on a three-year deal after the Italian departed for Juventus. Lampard left the Blues in 2014, having won three English Premier League titles during his 13-year stay. Let's hear what he had to say about his recent appointment.
1: The reason I suppose the decision was, not minutes and seconds, but pretty quick, was because it was this club. This is the one club that made a decision, again, not easy, but a decision that is a club that I played for 13 years. A club that I don't probably have to sit here all afternoon and tell you how much I feel about it, but I do. Um, So the possibility, the opportunity to manage, having played here, having felt the club, uh, to manage this place this club, these fans, these players. Uh, it was huge. It was huge. Do you believe you've got
0: the experience that's needed to carry out this role? Um,
1: I presume that question will come quite early. <laughs> and I would say that um, i thought about it a lot because um, I know that it's an obvious question and I understand it because... Uh, in one year in professional management and you get the Chelsea job, that doesn't come back around very often uh, and I think football is probably littered with stories of inexperienced managers who do really, really well some spectacularly well and some that don't uh, and probably really experienced managers that some do really, really well and some that don't, so I think really I'm not too. I don't want to go before and start saying um, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that what I do believe in is that my in my playing career I played under a lot of managers, uh, fantastic managers, things I learned along the way that I've tried to mould and to be, to be in myself. Um, so I think that stands me in good stead. I've had one year at Derby where I think I learned a lot in one year. Um, and also I think I, I know a lot about this club and feel this club and know how it works. So um, I have to prove that, simple as that. Um, people will question it. Um, I'm, I'm ready for that, completely ready for that. I believe in myself completely. Um, And I want to show that I'm ready to manage this club, whether I have one year experience or ten year experience. What I think will define me and define my time here will be my work ethic and what I put into it um, to try and bring success. I played here for many years and I know that there are standards and uh, there are probably there's a baseline of of definitely being competitive. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be in an era of a club where we were competitive. And to stay competitive in the Premier League is a big ask because we know it's the most competitive league in the world. Um, But it doesn't change the fact that we should be there or thereabouts. So I think the expectation, quite rightly, is that we remain competitive. Um, Of course, there are variables at the moment. We know about the transfer ban. We know about the situation. We know that Manchester City and Liverpool pulled away slightly last year. I think we all have to be realistic about that. But we should never stop um, trying to, as Chelsea, to be up there and I think we should be. So yeah, I'll I'll work to be there. I don't want to proclaim we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But in my instinct, my instinct to come to this job and I think the instinct of Chelsea from above will always be that we are competitive and we start the season wanting to win. We talk about losing Eden Hazard, one of the greatest players in the world. Yes, we can understand that. But at the same time, we also have a very strong squad of players and I I don't want to talk down this squad because there's huge talent there. Huge talent, a team that managed to come third last year in the Premier League, managed to win the Europa League. Um, We we haven't been decimated, we haven't lost players from from everywhere. We still have a very strong squad and I feel like my job now is to try and push on and be successful. Nobody has an an easy road as far as I'm concerned. There's always marks or steps in your career where questions are asked of you, no matter who you are. Um, And as a player, I I really like that. I like the challenge of it and yeah, I'm getting that again and it's not a problem.
0: Well, to help us look at Lampard's appointments and whether he has uh, what it takes to uh, lead Chelsea to greater heights, we're joined on the line now by Chelsea legend, Pat Nevin. Good evening, Pat, and thank you for taking time out to chat to us on MSW.
2: It's an absolute pleasure. I've, uh, I've been in a few countries already today, so I've been in France this morning, England this afternoon, and I'm in Scotland now. Um, but I've been following the Frank Lampard thing all the way through with great interest because... We all knew it was going to happen. Mm. Um, it just took a little bit longer than we most thought, most of us <laughs> thought it was going to take.
0: I guess all of London, or the Chelsea part of London, SW6 must be celebrating that the legend like himself is back at the helm.
2: Yeah. Um, I think I mean, you, you don't get any more popular than Frank Lampard at the club. I mean, you think John Terry, Franco Zola... And maybe Frank Lampard, the three players were you know you think they could get away with anything. You know they could have a terrible season if they were managers, <laughs> and they would be accepted. But in the end, what Frank said in your clip there was makes perfect sense. Mm. The expectations in the long term are high for this club. It's a very 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 tough time to take over the club. Maybe the toughest time for ten years, maybe twenty mm. years, mm. because you know the, the, what all the things he spoke about Hazard leaving, the fact that there's you know there's no transfer. Allowed for the next two transfer windows, probably, mm. um, and he's you know it's, it's not easy because they're they're a wee bit behind uh, the likes of Liverpool and Manchester City, and remember all the others such as Arsenal and Manchester United and Spurs will all be buying players this season, mm. so they'll all be improving, and you could almost argue that Chelsea are coming from a, the worst position of all the top teams.
0: One of the other big uh, talking points that's come out of Stamford Bridge just in the past few hours was that uh, Gianfranco Zola will also be leaving, which means that uh, Frank Lampard needs to then organise a whole new backroom staff to assist him in leading uh, uh, the the Blues.
2: I think he knows who he's got. uh, Certainly Jodie Morris will be his second-in-command. He was there with him at um, Derby County. And Mm -hmm. Jodie, who I've worked with and, and I've known for many, many years, and we've worked closely together in Chelsea TV. Also, Jody run uh, the youth development. Now, that's going to be imperative that you have someone who knows the capabilities of that youth development squad, so he'll definitely be standing by his side. Eddie Newton is going to come, on, come in as well, another former player who's been at the club but will be moved up. So, yes, there will be a number of new appointments there, but Frank, as he said himself, knows the club back to front, mm. and he knows where the strengths are and if he needs to bring one or two more in, he will. Um, it's sad to see Gianfranco leaving the club but, you know, in, in the end, that's what happens and, and Gianfranco will always be welcome back to the club. Everybody knows that.
0: Mm. With the current transfer ban in place, what do Chelsea have to do in order to get plays? Do they have to turn to their youth or do they just carry on with the current crop of players they do have?
2: Well, partially yes, but also Chelsea famously have Many players out on loan.
0: <laughs> many, yeah. many players
2: out on loan. So Frank's going to have to look at all of them and see who he thinks is capable of doing a job, even if it's a short-term job for a year. Mm. Then there's players like Mishi Batshuayi, who yeah. didn't do great for Chelsea, but is a goal scorer. Mm. You could look at Bakayoko, who's been doing very well over in, in Milan, I mean, very well over there as well. So it does, And if you keep on going, the numbers are huge. But is the quality good enough? I mean, mm-hmm. would any of those players that Chelsea have got out and loan, would they be bought by Man City or Liverpool? You know, mm-hmm. probably not. So he's going to have to get these people and get the best out of them and improve them as well. But as I say, that's short term. Remember, Chelsea financially are in a phenomenal position. Mm-hmm. So when this season's gone, the next season comes in, he will have a massive budget, If but he has to make sure... That the team stays competitive and, that, and during that period of time and that is not going to be easy even for Frank
0: and I guess also uh, in the post-Era uh, Hazard uh, period this it is a ball rebuilding period and what better time to bring in somebody with fresh ideas who knows the club very well and, and able to then get those players to rally around him and like you said he knows his backroom staff very well they're very close uh, it looks like it is a very strong unit they will be fighting tooth and nail when it comes to the start of the season
2: I think you're making a very good point there that for, if, if you just ignore the name Frank Lampard and you take everything else, you think this is a terrible time to take the Chelsea job, really. It, it, it's probably, as I say, possibly the worst time in many, many years. But remember a lot of the managers in the past, they have ended up going because they've not got buy-in from the playing staff. Mm. Frank will get that. He'll mm. get absolute buy-in from the entire group there. They'll all work so hard for him. So that's one thing. Certainly in his favour. He must get that in his favour and he will have that in his favour. So that's one thing. Yes, he's got the whole group behind him. That's another thing. But on the downside, if you look at the managers that have been in at Chelsea, some of the greatest managers in the planet over the past couple of decades, mm. and even the great Jose Mourinho was sacked twice by Chelsea, <laughs> loved by the club. and Even <laughs> he was sacked So. No one's safe, no one's completely secure. Mm. And I just desperately hope that you know that it goes well for Frank because he is so loved. He, he deserves the, the respect and admiration he's got within the football club and I wouldn't want that tarnished. And we've we've met all over the years so we've seen many players go back to former glories mm. and that you know that reputation has been tarnished. And it's not because I think it will be. I just hope it won't be because it doesn't deserve to be because he was arguably the greatest player the club has ever had.
0: Mm. Uh, then another thing that's going, I guess, for the club is also they do have some uh, silverware in the cupboard and most importantly, the Europa League title, which they beat uh, Arsenal in the final uh, 4-1. That was a massive boost and obviously finishing third last year on the table. A lot of people think third, is that all they got? But they were playing against the two best teams in the, the league at the time, Manchester City and Liverpool. They were streets ahead of everybody else. And at least they got something going for them. They got momentum to take into this coming season.
2: I thought it was a phenomenal season for Chelsea Football mm-hmm. Club. Think about it. Sari takes over. He changes the entire ethos, style of play, all that. And he's playing in a league where the expectations were that Chelsea would get top four in Sarri's first season. And as you say, I was over in Baku for that 4-1 mm-hmm. game and it, it really was a rout. I mean, Chelsea were fabulous. It has to be said that Eden Hazard was particularly fabulous mm-hmm. in that day. But, you know, yes, it's a good season. But that might have a slight downside as well for Frank Lampard because many people have said, oh, they didn't like... Many Chelsea fans have said they weren't very impressed by Sarri's first season. Now, if Frank Lampard turns up next season and gets third and wins the European Trophy and just gets beaten a cup final by one penalty kick by Manchester City, people will say, that's a brilliant season and I would agree it would be a brilliant season. So, the stakes are high. The expectations are still high. I, the biggest thing that's, that Frank's had to do in the conversations he's had with the club and the very biggest thing is to plead with them to give him time. Whatever happens, if there's a bad time at the start, if it's a tough first season, he still needs time. Chelsea, have never given managers time. In the modern mm. era, they haven't done that. This is the one occasion it must happen. Because, you know, they there will be tough times ahead from I've absolutely no doubt about that. So yes, they've got silver leather camp in it. Yes they've got some very, very good players. They've got a defensively that was superb last season. They've got a goalkeeper who's been great as well. Mm. They've got lots of positives. However, that's a high bar. And mm. if he could do maybe top four and maybe get to any cup final this season, I think that would be a splendid effort by Frank Lampard. Um, I wouldn't promise any Chelsea fans that that's going to happen, (laughs) but that's the hope. Uh,
0: I guess one other relationship that everybody will be looking at is uh, his relationship with the club owner Roman Abramovich. What is that like? Do you know if it's close or uh, it probably has to be that he brought him back into the club?
2: Yes, certainly a respectful ownership um, from the owner. Um, Oddly enough, when you get to know Roman Abramovich a little bit, which you only ever do get to know him a very little bit, he doesn't say much. <laughs> he does come across as, as quite a shy character.
1: Yeah.
2: Um but he there are certain players he's always had a good relationship. Um he had a very decent relationship with um John Terry. Mm. The one with, with Frank was, was fine and cordial and you know, like liked each other. The one relationship that always struck me that was very big was Peter Check mm. and the owner. Now Peter Check, as you will know, had many fans when I was there. He's back as well, doing the kind of director of football type of role. Yeah. So what he's doing is surrounding himself, the owner, with people that know football. Remember, the person who makes the footballing decisions up until now was Maria Granitskaya. Mm. Now she hasn't got a football background; she's got a great business background. But you needed a little bit more football input, you know, Mm. a little bit higher up the club. He's done that. So the relationship between Frank and the owner, don't worry about that. Mm. I hope the relationship between Frank and Petr Cech is perfect, because that's a big one. Mm. For this club going forward, that's a massive relationship. It was always quite good in the past, so there's Mm. no reason to think it should be anything other than that.
0: Pets, what do you think Chelsea's uh, main goal will be this coming season? It's top
2: four It's simple It's mm-hmm. not more complicated than that If you can get a decent run In the Champions League Make sure Remember It's great that they're in the Champions League But if they can get a decent run In the Champions League mm-hmm. Out of the group stage If they did fall Then they were in the Europa League They would hope to get all the way to you know The Europa League final but, you know, have a decent showing in the Champions League. And they're well capable of doing that. They've got many players that are capable of playing at that level. Mm. Um, one player we haven't mentioned yet is Christian Pulisic, yep. who's a new buy and is a, a big money buy. Yep. Um, and he, he will have to come in and hit the ground running. The good news for him is there's also a couple of other players, such as William and Pedro, are still there. So he doesn't need to do it every week, but he'll have a little bit of help. But anyone who says, is he a replacement for Hazard? Well, that's grossly unfair because mm. no one's a replacement for Eden <laughs> no, Hazard. Sure. So, there's, so there's lots of things like that that have to be taken on board. But in simple terms, Chelsea, by if we're talking at this time next season in Chelsea and the Champions League again, mm. Frank Lampard has quite simply succeeded.
0: That's it. Uh, lastly, I just want to ask you about their preseason season uh, training camp. They will be uh, departing for uh, Dublin this coming Friday. Yeah. Um, they'll be taking on uh, the Bohemians on uh, the 10th of July. And then they also play uh, St. Patrick's Athletics uh, three uh, days later. Uh, tell us a bit more about those clubs. We don't know much about them here in South Africa.
2: Well, what's incredible is when I played for Chelsea, and I promise you that wasn't yesterday, and we often did that. We often went to Ireland for our preseason training. I've played these clubs. Now, they are, they are small clubs. They, some of the players will be part-time players, mm. but they're very, very committed players as well. There'll be great interest over there, but it is a soft start, a mm. very soft start. It's basically Frank and a chance to see the individuals, you know, the mm. ones that he will not know. Remember, there's a few players in there that he doesn't know personally. Yeah. You know, you look at the likes of Kovacic, you look at the likes of Jorginho, mm. even um, Arita Balaga. There's other players that there are players he doesn't know quite well. He will also very importantly have to have a look at some of the youngsters, you know. Mm. And he's going to have to look at, I think, Tammy Abraham above everyone else. He's a player that's, you know, he's gone out and learned a couple of things, but eventually he's going to have to come back and and do well. He will have a close look at him, I would imagine, uh, when he's over in St. Pat's and uh, over at the Bows. That's what we that's what we call them. Um, mm. But remember, these are two te- Those are two teams that, although semi-professional uh, they have good, good players they often play in European competitions they mm. don't last very long but they often play in European competitions but it's a soft start it's not Real Madrid and it's not Barcelona
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'd rather take these teams than uh, play those big teams Pat Nevin, Evan listen that's where we're going to leave it thank you so much for your time where do you find yourself tomorrow since you've been travelling so much? I've got a
2: day off. I can't oh. believe it. I've been, a month, I've been a month in France, traveling over France for the Women's World Cup. Oh. And uh, I went to the two semi-finals over the last couple of days there, which was a fabulous, fabulous yeah. experience. So I might as well have a day off.
0: Oh, you might as well. And, and also cooler weather, hopefully.
2: Just a bit,
0: Scotland's always killer. Ah, there we go. Pat Nevin, thank you so much for your time. Right, you on MSW. Pat Nevin is a former Chelsea legend and giving us some insights about the appointment of Frank Lampard at the Blues at Stamford Bridge. He'll be uh, taking the hot seat and uh, what a way to return and uh, let's see what he will be up to over the uh, coming weeks and months as he takes the reins there. Well, we've got some voice notes that have come in as well. Let's uh, listen to what you have to say. Hi Owen,
1: this is Moses. Uh, you know, listening to uh, uh, Frank Lampard, he speaks so eloquently that you can guess he is going to be a good coach. You know, uh, the way he speaks, let the, 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 the his, his work do the job, not his mouth. You know, I am a Chelsea supporter. I'm happy that he's appointed as Chelsea coach, and uh, I believe he's gonna do us proud. This is Moses Mokwena of Hamuka, kwaila I needed him to to remind us of the Drogba time, the Drogba era. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Owen.
2: Hi, Owen. This is Beloved in Alberton. Yeah, Lampard has made a huge blunder. You know, he's a legend of Chelsea. But the club itself is not a long-term project, and uh, Lampard needs to be a Chelsea, you know, for an extended period to cement his long uh, term as a player when he becomes a manager. But this guy is not going to last two years, and that will be a waste. So he shouldn't have taken the the, the, the position in the first place. I understand he's emotional about it, he loves the club. but. Uh, the owner of the club is something else thank you
1: my brother bye-bye good evening oh and i think chelsea have made the right decision to bring the and frankly apart on board i think he's going to do a good job with the boys there i think the team is still balanced besides losing eden hazard but i think they are not uh, bad they can challenge for some silverware next season thank you it's wangalini mkwani kwamkai matafen our sports worldwide.
0: There we got the former uh, Chelsea winger, Pat Nevin. Has sorry, lost the dressing room?
1: Well,
2: if some games it looks a little bit like that, um, I'll be absolutely honest with you. Is he stubborn? Yes. <laughs> In simple terms, absolutely he's stubborn. He has one method of playing he will not try something else. It's not going to happen. He's like Pep Guardiola in that way. So, yes, he's stubborn. Stubborn doesn't always mean wrong. It often does. And it might well mean wrong this time, but it
0: doesn't always mean wrong.
2: Hashtag MSW.
0: Welcome back to Marawa Sport Worldwide. I'm Owen Honey, standing in for Robert Marawa on Radio 2000 and Metro FM. If you'd like to give us a call, all you have to do is give us a shout on 89 3377 or 089-110-2000. That uh, voice note uh, WhatsApp line is 60 584 we thank all those who have sent messages already uh, with regards to Frank, uh, Frank Lampard's appointment at uh, Chelsea. Mixed views there from all of you. We're not too sure, but uh, we'll have to to give him a chance to see what he's worth and uh, as we heard in that uh, previous interview with uh, the Chelsea legend Pat Nevin we'll have to give him time to see if he's able to get his team into the top four which will be first prize for Frank Lampard.